Welcome everybody, good afternoon. This is Ashley here, Snacks in the City, and I'm not by myself today. Today we are featuring two gorgeous women, well myself included makes three, but two. Two beautiful women who are here and they're going to give their perspective on the value of a dollar and what personal finance means to them. And these are regular women, nobody, well they're special, but you know. We're regular. They're regular. <laughs> And it'll be really interesting just to hear our different perspectives. So I have Sharice Sobers. Hey, Sharice. Hey, Sharice hey. is a 26-year-old senior financial analyst from Plainfield, New Jersey. She holds a BS in finance from Rutgers University. She is the daughter of two Barbadian immigrants and credits her mother and maternal grandmother for her financial knowledge. Growing up, she was obsessed with saving and enjoys sharing the lessons she has learned with others. Her favorite financial topics are budgeting and credit cards. Hey, Sharice. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. And next up, we have the beautiful Yasmin Rigney. Hello, Yasmin. Hello, Ashley. <laughs> Yasmin Rigney is currently a policy advisor to Senator Kamala D. Harris on economic issues. Prior to her time in the Californian office, she served on the Finance Committee and in Cory Booker's office. Ms. Rigney graduated from Loyola University, Maryland, obtaining a degree in political science. She recently graduated oh. with her business degree, her MBA, at the University of Maryland with a concentration in finance and accounting. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Uh -huh. You have Yasmin is currently in her second term as president of the United States Senate Black Legislative Staff Caucus. She is a We Lead American University alum circa 2014 and has participated on the Center of Budget and Policy Priorities, Fiscal Policy, and Safety Net Fellow Program, as well as the Bryce Harlow Fellowship Program. Additionally, Ms. Rigney is a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, as well as a board member for the Financial Services Professionals Washington, D.C. area. Yasmin has also credited the PowerSuit Group app, aimed at providing free access to financial literacy and professional development for people ranging from high school students to seniors looking to retire. In her spare time, she continues to plan for her upcoming August recess wedding to her fiancé, Andre Nelson, and cares for her four dogs, Crush, Daisy, Tink, and Faith. Yes, that's a mouthful. Welcome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. All right, so let's jump right on at you all. So how do we think millennials interpret money? Um, I think, and, and this is Yasmin speaking, I think at this point many millennials are looking at money like it's going to come, it's going to come fast, and that hard work is good, but at the same time they want money to come in now and not later. Um, they're not thinking about retirement, they're not thinking about um, the, the next phase of life. So a lot of the, a lot of their, their immediate concerns are just moving up so quickly yeah. uh, and not actually embracing the experiences and the skills that they need in order to be successful in their careers. Yeah, and, uh, just building on that, I agree completely that a lot of millennials, because we're a generation that has high student loans but are being paid lower wages coming out of college in the workforce than uh, baby boomers or generations before us, a lot of us are not so much focused on saving, but focused on being able to afford our lifestyles. You know, uh, a large percentage of millennials live at home with their parents simply because the cost of living in a lot of major cities is so high. Mm -hmm. So um, I agree that most millennials are not saving for retirement. They're not even saving for a rainy day. Yeah. They're just focused on 
how much do I need to make to be able to afford to live, essentially, which is kind of depressing when you think about yeah. it. I mean, but you, we, we just was talking about this, right? We mm-hmm. have girlfriends and, and friends who are who are willing to buy the the, the Beyonce's from the Coachella, Yo. you know, hoodies and whatnot. Y'all know how high those tickets were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y'all know how high these Broccoli City tickets festivals are. Oh, crazy. But they don't care. Crazy. It's impu- to me, it's impulsive. We're living. Yes. It's very impulsive. Yes. So it's, and it's yep. fine. You know, mm-hmm. money... It, I think because we don't really see what a dollar looks like anymore, what the cash looks like oh my in God. our hands. Such a good point. It's so easy to exchange, right? Mm-hmm. Like Venmo and Cash mm-hmm. App. We got Cash App names. Y'all donate money to me. So I actually just started this thing um, recently where I'm taking out money at the beginning of the week mm-hmm. to use for the rest of the week because, you know, we get so used to just putting it on our credit yeah, cards. And and I've, I looked one day, I looked at my credit card balance, and I was like, wow. I've gone from spending like $1,300 at two weeks to $1,700. How did that happen? Mm-hmm. Right? I'm, I feel like I'm doing the same things as in, you know, you're basically spending what you're putting, what you're, what you're getting in, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? Um, and so at the same time, it's, we've come up so accustomed to just swiping or Apple Pay yeah. or swiping whatever the case is. Y'all, maybe. Apple Pay is dangerous. Mm-hmm. And Amazon, have y'all been on Amazon? Listen. Oh my god! So I, hate, I, 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 love, I have a love too easy relationship. Too easy to buy something from it's Amazon. That instant gratification. Yeah, too easy. It's just a click and it comes. It literally, it's, it comes. it's really got a one-click thing now. Yeah, you yeah, can literally literally one click. And they have the Prime now, so you can get stuff delivered within like a four-hour window. Which yeah, is also that's ridiculous. Wild. Four hours. Mm-hmm. Four hours. Same day. Quattro. Yo, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Think about that. Like that convenience is, is it's convenient. That money convenience is a convenience. Is is, no, money to me is an inconvenience to get to what you really want instead of yep. just looking at it as something as it's going to help us with our future or help us retire earlier. Yep. Like, those things are very important, right? But the fact is, like I said, Amazon, Beachella, mm-hmm. and Rockley City mm-hmm. is messing with my money. And and see, I see, I can't talk about Beyonce too much because I'm might get, I might get assassinated. <laughs> <laughs> no, you won't. Yes, I will. I'm sorry. Be Shout out to Beyonce, y'all. But it's just a, to me, it's just something we have to think about. Like to me, it's like, what's going on? You know, mm-hmm. it, it, we don't. I think because we devalued the value of a dollar, what it means. Yep. As a result, it just means that we're gonna, you know, we just spend whatever we want frivolously. All right, y'all. So, do y'all think we? So we live in a world of Instagram. We snap every day. Insta stories. Some of my throwback's still on Facebook. Oop, I said it. <laughs> Some of y'all still here updated Facebook posts every three seconds. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna talk about that right now. Who? Call them out. Oh, y'all, y'all know the over thirty-five set. <laughs> but shout out, shout out to my eighties babies. Shout, shout out to the over thirty-five. Shout out to my eighties babies. Do you think that social media has had any impact on the way we handle our finances? Yeah, I think yeah. without a doubt it has. You know. There's this this feeling of competitiveness when you see people who are in your age group or who are living in the same area as you that are doing things that you feel like, well, dang, if they can afford it, why can't I afford that too? Or even the fact that, you know, there's like all these online boutiques now. There's Fashion Nova. Yes, Lord. There's, you know. Shout out to Fashion Nova. Listen here, there's these little online boutiques. And, you know, when you have your favorite celebs and whatnot, pushing these these clothing lines and wearing these fly yes. outfits you feel the need to try to keep up even with people who you don't know just because it's constantly being pushed to you you know so i think that social media definitely it's not evil altogether but i think when it comes to spending money and to 
feeding people's egos, it can be a very harmful tool. I think I'm, I want to build on that. I, you know, there's two things, right? One is everybody knows when they log into Facebook or Instagram, whatever account, right? Now you got them ads that pop up. It's mm -hmm. like immediately. It's literally in my mind. Yeah, I can be thinking about, oh my God, you know what? I really need some orange juice right now. And then Facebook will pop up with the best Simply Orange. Right. I love the orange. I love that. Not Cardi from concentrate. Cardi B will be with Simply Orange drink. Not from concentrate. It's like, whoa. Uh, Facebook a, a little a little privacy much? Um, they don't, it's, there's no privacy anymore. None anymore. Y'all, they... No. Fashion Nova slashing your DMs. Mm -hmm. Yes, they do. Oh my god, I could be on the, the most clothes. professional website and on the right side. Yo, oh ads no. for lingerie. Lingerie. <laughs> Shit. It's crazy. It's crazy. And and I want to I want to also say it's it's not something that's necessarily new. I think nowadays it's gotten out of control. You know, back when it's I was out, it is out of control. Back when I was younger, um, my mother shout out to my mom. But when we were younger, you know, we lived in in a home, and not necessarily everybody lived in homes, right? Right. She had bought her first home. But the thing is. She started to go to other people's homes and see that they had these big ass flat screen TVs. I mean, wall to wall TVs. And she came home and we had, you know, the, the box that you could roll you know, through the through the through your um oh, house. The throwback big screen. We had the throwback big screen. And my mom was like, I'm I'm we can afford a big screen. If other people can afford a big screen, we can afford a big mm -hmm. screen. And in my mind, I'm like, yeah, get that big screen, mom. Get <laughs> no. that big screen. But at the end of the day, you know, now I think about it, I'm like, damn, my mom really was 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 trying to keep up with, with the Joneses. With the Joneses. Mm -hmm. Other people, and, and, and mind you, they were living in apartments. They weren't even living in homes. They weren't paying mortgages, right? But in her mind, she's like, well, if, you know, if they can do it, then why can't I? Mm -hmm. and, and that's just my first thought when people say you know oh well you know we got to keep up what other people doing because i'm like my mom used to do it all the time mm -hmm. not all the time but, but it, she was the, there. She, yeah. it was something yeah. that you know that that was very apparent so it was like the concept of keeping up with jones is like 2.0 because it's in your face all the time, the time. Mm -hmm. you log on to well you don't even have to log on anymore you just pop up your, your instagram is there mm -hmm. and you look at people all these whimsical play, people in machu picchu Doing no. yoga poses. I, I, <laughs> I saw did, it. I did invitations for the wedding on Shutterfly.com, right? Mm -hmm. In my email from Shutterfly comes comes mugs with the with like pictures from my photo albums in my phone and on the mugs. So like pictures that I did not, That's did wild. not, did not ask. Camera roll. They went, off they the went through my camera roll and put in a picture on a mug. Yo. They had a picture of us as No, 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 no. Yo, I, I literally said That's to Andre, wild. I was like, I yeah. literally said to him, I was like, I'm scared. Like, like uh, no, it is. You went crazy. through my phone. It's that's unbelievable. Crazy. They will do anything to make a dollar. Yeah. I'm like, yo, that's too much. It's too. Mm -hmm. It's invade to me. It's invasive. It's invasive. Yeah. It's, invasive. it's invasive. And it's all with the motivation that gets you to spend your money. And if you don't think about it, it becomes subconscious, and you just out here buying stuff, anything. not even realizing why you wore these little jeans, these little booty lifting jeans that Cardi B had on. <laughs> and it's because Fashion Nova paid her to wear them. Yeah. Now but you they're not paying you though. Okay. You're paying them to wear okay. them. Okay. You paying Cardi B actually technically? Oh, jeans. She, wants, she get a little cut. Mm -hmm. She get about fifteen percent. Yeah. I'm mad at her. Shout outs to that. Shout, Shout out to, to butt lifters. <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you all more. I really think that it's because it's so blatant in your face, you see it all the time. Advertisers have gotten so savvy with how they're advertising. Wow. You can't help but to continue to buy. Like, you all in the... Oh my God, it is. It, it, I never thought about that. Invasion. It's a lot. It's invasive. It's it really is. It's invasive. 
All right, well, so there's one thing that I always learn. I've noticed when I do a lot of reading, you know. It's so funny that Cardi B's um uh, um her album is Invasion of Privacy, right? Because <laughs> it is. People, you know, I get it, Cardi. We, you know, we all up in your business now. But you know what? Fashion Nova's in my business. Yep. Fashion Nova's on my desktop, yep. and I got a problem with that. Absolutely. I said it. I said it. I got a problem with it too. I like their kimonos though, but sorry. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm reading Forbes, or you're reading, you know, and people love, y'all baby boomers love to criticize us. They mm. love to criticize millennials yes, about what we do, what we can't do, and everything in between. But one thing they do say is, you know, we, we're just so frivolous with our money, you know, we aren't able to buy houses like they were, we aren't selling, we're selling later, we're blah, 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 you know, we're just, we're the abomination of the world. <laughs> they said it. So, you know, do they... they mad at us. But they'll, they're mad at us, but aren't they the ones who teach us? They're our predecessors. Mm-hmm. Aren't they the ones mm-hmm. who exhausted Social Security? Oh. They fucked up our Social Security. Mm-hmm. Y'all. They did. They tired just, asses. You know. Sorry. All right, let's but not... I love, let's not. I love, you know, my parents are kind of baby... They're, like, late. 60s? Early 60s baby boomers, right? Yeah. Ish. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway. So, do you think that we were ever taught the best ways to handle money? Like, do you think we were taught to open a savings account, open a spendings account? Do you think we were, do we know the value of a dollar? I mean, to me, I think it all depends on your parents and what they were taught, honestly, because generational wealth is just that. It's generational, you know? So, I'm fortunate for the fact that, you know, my parents are two immigrants from Barbados. Shout out to Barbados. Um, And, you know, my mother really made sure that, since the time I was a child, I had a little passbook savings account. I don't know if y'all remember little passbooks that they would stamp in your deposits and your withdrawals and all that. Oh my god! So I had a I had a bank account from the time I was very young, and it didn't stick with my siblings the financial lessons. But for whatever reason, for me, I was always obsessed with saving money. You know, she would give me books about the stock market. She would let me do virtual investing. So I think that it really just depends on the knowledge your parents have. And what they pass down to you. So to me, it's not really a generational thing oh. in terms of all millennials suck with money. Because that's kind of like an umbrella statement. Um, but it, it all depends on what your parents were taught, in my opinion. I agree. That's oh. a that's a that's a great point. So it's um, not generational. I think you know. I don't. I don't know if it's if it's uh, if it's not generational. Mm-hmm. I, I will say that I think that you know uh, my mom did her best and and based you know she did her best based on what she was given mm-hmm. and in her circumstances right like um i was raised by only my mother and my dad came on later in my life so so i i i was always at a disadvantage i believe but at the same time my mom had a bank account for me so that when i got to college i had a little bit of money in it but at that point when she even told me i could take the money out i was already in my mind i already knew i didn't want to spend it yeah Oh. So she gave me in the bank account didn't have some money and it had like two grand in it. But to to to, to you know to to a mom from you that's know from the hood that's, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of that's a lot of that's a lot of bills she could have paid. Yeah. You know what I mean? That she yeah. that she gave to me and she not only did she give it to me she gave it to my cousin as well. She gave my cousin also a oh, bank account with two grand dope. in it. So that's oh, that's that's, that's, really that's, that's four grand. You know what I mean? That's a lot of money, right? And so, and so, um, you know, she did what she could. And I, and I think, you know, I thank my mom to this day because she really did do a lot. She sacrificed a ton. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think that even though she might not have been able to, to, to tell me all the things, if she had the access to, right, she would have. That's, that's, a, that's a real show, right? That's a real illustration of, of her wanting to show that you, you could save over time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that, you know, um, I'm, I'm going to say it, but, you know, my PWI, 
mm-hmm. was really helpful in in me learning that no, you cannot you cannot compete with the folks that don't look like you. Especially with that long money, right? Yeah, I went to a private money. school education, mm-hmm. and because of that, I saw even the black people who 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 did look like me had long money. Yeah. And so from the beginning, yeah, I was like, money. you know what? I can't compete with Not you. <laughs> I can't try. So what I'm gonna do? I'm work my butt off. I I started working at a pizzeria. And from there, you know, I saved every... I was working like my, my best friend who's Jamaican. She actually said to me, you working like, like you Jamaican. Jamaican. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy. You know, I would be at work when I should have been, you know, sorry, mom. But when I should have been in class, I was at work mm-hmm. making making Bitcoin. making money. Yeah. And I was trying to, you know, figure out the best way to, to save, to send home. And that's crazy that, you know, we're not... I'm not first generation. I'm first generation to go to college, but I'm not first generation, but I'm still sending money home. Yeah. You know? Um, So I think it is generational, but maybe not necessarily in the way of, um, you know, if you knew, I think if our parents knew, they would. Yeah. But I think that because they don't, they can't. Yeah. So you think race has an issue to do with that? I definitely think race has a a huge issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because, you know... I've read so many articles. I'm, like, obsessed with reading articles about, like, the wealth gap and wealth yes. disparity yes. among different races and even yes. amongst different genders within the races. And there's there's so many studies out there that just show that, um, you know, even if you are a black person who goes to college and gets a great career, you can still be in the workplace making significantly less than your white counterparts. And there's really no reasoning behind it except for the color of your skin, you know? While... It's typical for white men to negotiate their salaries and men in general. You know, as black women or women of color, when we go in and negotiate, we can have the same little spiel, the same little reasoning behind it, or maybe even better reasoning, but we're looked at as being selfish or wanting too much. We, mm-hmm. Meanwhile, with our white counterparts, it's looked at like, this is owed to them. They're oh, worthy of this. Entitled They're to deserving. It. So deserving. if we're out here in the workplace doing more work, but getting paid less money, to go to that Papa Pope uh, soliloquy from Scandal, you got to work twice as hard for half as much. Yep. You know, it's just like if you're not making as much, how are you expected to be able to save as much or to be able to be as knowledgeable about finances when you don't got no finances to be knowledgeable about? Oh. So listen, I, I mean, I, that's one of the, the first things that I, when I sit down with folks at, you know, because I work in the Senate and, um, you know, shout out to the most uh, <laughs> racial institution, uh, ra- racist, prejudiced institution, mm-hmm. um, I think right now mm. in the country um, is Congress, uh, and 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 I really I really believe that every single time that I sit down with someone that's black, because I you know I'm the president of SBLSC, which is Senate Black Legislative Staff Caucus, I sit down with people who come in. And I ask them one of the first things I say to them before I even figure out where they're from and what they do, because that's the whole Washington D.C. thing mm-hmm. to do, right? It is the Washington D.C. thing to do. Mm-hmm. I'm like, did you negotiate your salary when you got here? Okay. What do they say? Generally, they they're obviously shocked that mm-hmm. I asked about their salary. But first of all, I say your salary is 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 public. Public, yeah. It's it's oh, it's, it's public, right? I can I can go and look if you if you really want me to. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to help you, mm-hmm. and 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 I'm telling you this because nobody told me this when I got here. Yeah. And so I want to make sure that the people that are coming in who are part of this, you know, this new generation of black folks that Democrats love so much. Because mm. Democrats is so black now. Mm-hmm. Um, it, sorry Allegedly. if I sound a little bit upset. 
Um, but I, you know, this new wave of black folks in the Senate is, is awesome. It's 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 fantastic. But at the same time, they're hiring us and not teaching us how to be better when we get here. They're hiring us and expecting us to just know, and that's not cool. And so I take it upon myself to sit down with these these folks and say, "Yo, how much you making? Did you negotiate? How, how did you see if that's what other people in your office make?" You know what I did when I started working for my boss? I, before before I started working for my boss, I looked at everybody's salaries. And when they offered me my salary, I got an attitude. Because I said, I know you don't pay everybody mm-hmm. this. You said that? I did. I said, this is, this is not right. She yeah. said, oh, well, you know, we're willing to pay you what you, what you, what you want. Blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, I'm making more than another black person in my office. And so I went to them after, after I got hired. I said, yeah, yo, you know you now are... Lowest, lowest paid person in this office for this role. Mm-hmm. Person left a year later, but I'm just saying we gotta do a better job yeah. and not only helping ourselves but and knowing, but we gotta also help each other. Yeah, I think it's hard to help yourself though sometimes. Oh yeah, because like you said, ask for a raise. No one wants to do that. People mm-hmm. are scared. They are, and I think that like it, it all goes back to helping to helping people who come behind you because. If you know that other people are doing something, it's going to motivate you to want to do it too. Oh, for sure. So if you know, nobody wants to be the lowest paid person in that office. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to be the only one who didn't negotiate their salary. Mm-hmm. So I think that be having these open, honest conversations about how much you make, and you know, like what are your credentials? Well, how did you get to this point? Mm-hmm. Instead of being competitive, which I feel like a lot of people in this area are, mm-hmm. DMV so, people, y'all kill me with that. So Instead of being competitive, Look at it like I want the people who come after me to do better than me. I want them to surpass me. I want them to know the sky is the limit. And I want to help them get there. Mm-hmm. Because somebody else winning does not have to mean you losing. Yes! So it's just so important that you focus on, on helping other people. Give people that Let's knowledge. Go right now. You know, like, I, I just think that's important. Yo, I just said this to you, Ashley. We all can eat. Yes. Everybody can everybody. everybody. Oh, if Jesus broke bread for all. Okay. <laughs> Two fish and five loaves for the whole crowd. Everybody. Crowd. Everybody. Jesus had them turning up. Listen, I just I just feel like, you know, it, it's so bad when people think that I'm the only one that got to eat out here. Like, mm-hmm. that's not the case. I, I, I agree. I'll I say agree. that. <laughs> I agree. I concur. <laughs> I just I find it so crazy when you know people are like yes how do you do this how do you do this how do you do this and they expect me not to tell them how yeah, I did it they're so used to people not sharing information Aww. with them when people ask me that's oh my wrong. god that's such a great this this and this you got you know I'm like oh well, I got it from here here and here yeah but it does it does throw people off because they're so used people. to people not wanting to help which is just like it's sad to me it's so sad like I don't understand that mentality of feeling like you can't all. help somebody else I don't get it at all no, I help you. You, I'm sure it's a Barney song. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. About helping and sharing and caring. Yeah, yeah. Yo, shut up. Let me Barney. know. Where's Barney at? Where's Barney? Barney? Like, 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 where is he been? Did play him? Barney stacked that paper and went to Antigua or did something. Did he? <laughs> I'm not retired the, the Neolithic Barney era. Barney living his best life. Okay. Okay. I'm not mad. I ain't Barney mad at Barney. Or Elmo. Or, uh, or Elmo. Big Bird. Oh, okay. Big Bird. Living their best life. Them little Muppets. 
Mm-hmm. Kermit. All of them. Stack. Stack their points. Stack the coins. Stack their but coins. But they come, man. They're not the ones out here teaching us to love each other and whatnot, nope. man. That's, it was that's the issue. We we not looking at them no more. We looking at these cartoons as animated and anime. I mean, I think I, I honestly believe I'm scared. I'm scared. I just tell y'all this of this of this gen just of not our generation, but where we're going in in the migration of the internet. The migrate, the evolution, the evolution of mm-hmm. the internet is, is is definitely frightening, yo. It is. However, pull up, you know, moneyunder30.com because that website <laughs> is legit. Mint.com is yes. legit. What else? Um, Kiplinger. Uh, Kipl- oh man, Kiplinger. Um, what's all these websites like? I don't afford anything. I like that one a lot. I mean, Forbes is great. Stash, Money Watch, Ink. I like Ink Magazine too. The online is good. That's entrepreneurship stuff, though. Oh, okay, okay, it's okay, really, okay. really good. Nice. Y'all should look that up because y'all know I'll be trying to quit. Anyway, sorry. Whoops. Moving on. We need to just go and throw out them names real quick. Moving on. Y'all, not, y'all need to be. <laughs> I need to know about these websites, man. Because even though I think that, the, even though I think the internet is 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 starting to become a crazy kind of scary place, it's also a place where you can really learn. Yes, Absolutely. And it's I a wealth taught, of knowledge. I really taught myself a lot of this financial services stuff. And I think that that's what, that's not what we're using the internet for anymore. We're using it for a lot of entertainment and entertainment of, and validation. Yeah, validation too, man. Yeah. Listen, I'm I'm a size six, probably gonna be a size eight for this wedding. But <laughs> but what I'm telling you is, I don't need validation. I don't need the, I don't need my man. I don't need the internet to tell me I need to be a size two. I'm gonna tell you this. But what I'm gonna do. I'm going to learn which stocks you need to put your money in first. Okay. Okay. So that's what you're going to do. That's what I'm going to do. That's what you're going to do. Yeah, the internet is just a wealth. It is a, it's just a wealth of knowledge. Mm-hmm. It's like space. You got to find the galaxy that works for you. Hallelujah. Shout out to Guardians of the Galaxy. So I was a Star Trek. And LeVar Burton. <laughs> reading Rainbow. <laughs> anyway. Y'all awesome. Moving on. All right. You start. So one thing is like one component that I want to use to achieve financial freedom is home ownership that's that's my niche I want home ownership to be my key to not working for someone else I want it to be my key to sleeping until 10 o'clock and not being judged because y'all not a morning person <laughs> however you know it, it's true that Millennials are delayed in the home ownership process, right? I think about, I'm a history major, so I think about the GI Bill of the 1950s and how after the war, all these people who were white, but that's neither here nor there, generally, even though plenty of black officers were in the Second World War, were able, were granted money to buy their first homes mm-hmm. and they were able to create generational wealth as a result of uh, fighting the war. Mm-hmm. However, I think with the looming student loans and, you know, black people were not a part of that. Just gonna let you know yeah, that. we weren't. Yeah, yeah. Even uh, though we went to war. Exactly. Okay, sorry. Exactly, exactly. So even though we are, even though they were able to create generational generational wealth for them in the fifties, so this is what, like, what, sixty years ago now, mm-hmm. we weren't able to do that. And generally, millennials in general across the board aren't able to purchase homes, or they they've just prolonged it. You also, do you think it's harder for us to buy homes? And if so, why? Why aren't we buying homes? What's up with millennials? What's our relationship with home ownership like? Well, I think that um, a lot of millennials are not buying homes. It goes back to the student loan thing, right? Um, a lot of us are like swimming in debt from from school, drowning, and we have to go to school in order to get a job. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you are paying off these enormous, these crazy large student loans, you don't really have money to put into other things. 
And on top of that, I think that if you live in a lot of these major cities and if you value, you know, being close to the action or whatever it is, mm-hmm. those houses are expensive as hell. Mm-hmm. I true. saw a zero bedroom, aka a studio <laughs> in DC <laughs> the other day bedroom. for three hundred fifty-five thousand American dollars. USD. Who is gonna pay that? USD. And I just think that it's like it's almost like nowadays if you wanna be a homeowner. But you also want to be close to stuff. You kind of have to make a sacrifice, right? Do I want a house that will allow me to still be able to pay for other things and have food in my fridge in this house? Or do I want to be someplace close to where the action is and not be able to afford a house and instead get an apartment? Because, you know, I don't want to sacrifice the closeness to things. So I think that as millennials, a lot of factors are keeping us from buying houses. But the main things are high student loans. And also the rising cost of homes in these major so cities is is ballooning. Hence the financial crisis of two thousand eight. It's they're just ballooning, mm-hmm. and it's, it's coming back. So yeah. expensive yeah. to buy a home. But I also don't think it's a millennial priority. You know, there are other okay. ways. There are other ways to achieve wealth and financial mm-hmm. independence. So some people say home ownership is a great way, and other people say investing in the stock market for a long time, like investing in your four hundred one k, is a way to do the same thing. It's delayed gratification, but it's the same concept. I think that people want to buy a home just as they can put on Instagram. And everybody knows that, oh, look at me. I'm a homeowner now. Yeah. So the second home I bought, the the one that we're in right now, Mm -hmm. slash Mm -hmm. the studio, Mm -hmm. I didn't put on it. This ain't no studio. This is the studio. This is the studio. Oh, this is your studio. This is the studio. This is the studio. Yes, my bad. I did not. I didn't tell. I didn't tell the internet, the world, that mm-hmm. I bought this place. I didn't talk about it because right. I don't have. You know, I don't really have. I'm so lazy when it comes to taking pictures, and I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, all I gotta know is I'm fabulous and my life is popping. That's yeah. it. If y'all know anything else, just That's know it. I'm fabulous and my life is popping. Just believe it. Just which, believe them. Which I agree with 100. Believe, mm-hmm. believe them. That's all that matters. So, I think a lot of people are looking for that validation. Like, oh, yes. like look at me. I got this home. I got this place. Yes. yes. But you know, it is true. I we don't need to use home ownership as the a way to invest in ourselves right mm-hmm. we don't we can find other means of doing that mm-hmm. for sure but we're all about like look at me look at what i have yeah. mm-hmm. but yeah. you know if you got some stashed you can't you can't show people your 401k balance okay yeah that's not cool that's not cute <laughs> okay, you, <laughs> can't, you can show them you got <laughs> you got it right but you know listen if you want to screenshot it <laughs> You possibly could post. I mean, that. it's 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 really it's it, honestly. I'm I'm hoping to be a four one k millionaire so, mm-hmm. at some point. Oh, you future. will be if y'all look. If y'all invest now, I'm talking to even my talking you, to you, twenty one year old. If mm-hmm. y'all invest, vest now mm-hmm. when you turn fifty. I know, and that's not as long as you think you are. Cause I'm almost thirty, which is wild. That's don't, another story. Don't say that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but it's true. It's true. If, you know, if you start, you will become a millionaire. It's, it's possible. It just takes a long time, y'all. It's, there's no instant gratification in life, y'all. There's no, even this stuff, this, even Say what it we again. Steal, there's Say no it instant gratification in life. <laughs> it doesn't exist. No. You know, it definitely, you know, the, no. it, it's like working out. It's the same thing. Oh, you know? my God. And, and I'm terrible at this shit. Listen. And I mean, I'm, t- I'm telling you, man, you know, I'm, I'm, I agree with you. I am one of those millennials that have recently purchased a home. And i am be honest with you, you know, I ended up buying a bigger home than I really wanted to. Mm-hmm. And the reason being is because I had a fiance, right, that could help oh. me, you know, with the income. Because, you know, you got to do the um, in- uh, debt-to-income ratio. And he realized we could afford more house, mm-hmm. you know. And so, you know, fiance was like, let's get the bigger job, you know. And, and, I'm, and, my, and my mind, I'm like, 
hell no <laughs> let's get the house that obviously it's not that we couldn't afford it right but it's at the same time it's like why not just get the house that that fits us yeah. for right now after you've been to our house it's a nice and lovely it, it, not it's only is it nice home. it's mm-hmm. it's four fucking bedrooms excuse yes. me but we are two very small people <laughs> we got house. we got three dogs just to creep up with the motherfucking house okay <laughs> Let, let's just let let me just state that I don't think the home was a mistake. I just think the amount of home was a lot, and I, I feel like the and I'm gonna say it again. I feel like it's very much like Cardi B. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> Doing and, too much. And, and, and yes, and I I think at this point, you know, our, our home value has increased by 50k. And let's say in, in the last wow. year, that's wild. It's wow. crazy. The, the wow. home now, market is blowing. Equity. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we are considering not only buying a second home, but 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 selling this one. Already, listen. Because at this point, get the money. True. And so, people's salaries. Salaries. I don't. I don't want to say that you know you shouldn't invest in homes, but I do want to say do what's best for you and do what's best for your um you know for for your career. Because at the end of the day, who knows. You might like DC for a year or two, but okay. then, but oh. then get homesick and want to go mm-hmm. home. And mm-hmm. now you driving home every weekend mm-hmm. from a home that should be your home. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I, I just want to, yeah, I just want to say, um, you know, do what's best for you, and not only financially, but but also spiritually and mentally. What's best for you, y'all? Tadasana, Chaturanga. <laughs> You Child this damn yoga. yoga. I love my yoga. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing yoga. I can touch my toes now. Yeah. I should be totally jealous. No, because you should have been able to do that shit. <laughs> I can touch my African-American toes. And it is glorious. Oh, my Lord. Glorious. I can touch her homeowner toes. Wow. So right. Two homes. Two homes. Two. I got Y'all two. You can't even spell I'm sorry. Anyway, but Sharice, you don't own a home yet, right? I do not. Why? Why? What is your reason for it? Could do you think you could? Is something you want? An aspiration? So for me, I'm very stubborn. I'm a Capricorn, y'all. Shout out to all my Capricorns except for Tyrese, because I don't like Tyrese. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm very stubborn. So when people tell me to do something, I don't want to do it. And granted, oh. it's not like if something's beneficial for me, I'm not going. If people say you're supposed to drink six to eight glasses of water a day, I'm not about to be out here drinking only Hennessy, you know, just to be stubborn. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not dumb. I'm stubborn, sip on, sip but I'm Hennessy. smart. Okay. Um, but when it comes to home ownership, for me, is I don't want to sacrifice on what I want in a home, right? So I love where I live. I live in Arlington, Virginia, and I love my neighborhood. I love being able to. Go out the door and walk to the grocery store, walk to get my nails done, walk to the metro, walk to anything I want, I can walk to. So that walkability, I love. Mm. And when I moved here, you know, I said, let me live here for a year before I even look at houses because I don't even know if I'm going to like the DMV, you know? So I lived here for a year. I started looking at houses and I realized that Arlington is one of the most expensive counties in the United States of America. Let me tell y'all, I got my feelings hurt because I learned that a one-bedroom condo in Arlington, Virginia starts at 800,000. Yes, 800,000 American dollars is the average price of a one-bedroom condo in Arlington, Virginia. And then on top of that, the thing that hurts even more and so you out here almost paying a million dollars for a condo, and you could possibly have no visitor parking. 
You cannot be close to the metro. You could have to drive 15 minutes to a grocery store. And so I'm like, come on. Me personally, like I said, I, I love my neighborhood, you know? And I don't want to have to sacrifice where I live and not being in a neighborhood I love just for oh. the sake of saying I own a home. Yeah. You know? And that was something that I was willing to do. Mm-hmm. I did that. I yeah. lived in a really nice, fancy, high rise apartment, yes, with a walk in closet. Did you like that? I liked it. It was cute. It I liked was really it too. cute. I like that. With a rooftop. Oh my god, I loved your last apartment. I liked it too, y'all. Yeah, I know. I did, I did too. You but I loved it too. Rooftop pool, own ba- all of that. I sacrificed. I downgrade, tech, quote unquote, downgraded. You no, know, I live a little bit farther from the metro. I live, I have one bathroom, which apparently is like blasphemy. Yeah, it is. Sorry. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but it is. I have one bathroom and I have a roommate. I have much, my closet space is small, but my clothes are still mighty. <laughs> Y'all, so I, that's the fuck. I down quote unquote downsize my lifestyle mm-hmm. for I sacrificed something to be a homeowner. I did that, but I don't I don't regret it because I already got equity in this home too. Come on, yeah. And this is temporary. Come on, this neighborhood right around the corner. And this neighborhood yes. is up and coming. Yes, talk about that though. Everyone is buying homes out here. They, they about are. to gentrify the fuck out of this it's area. Really the last section of y'all got a Starbucks yet? It's coming. Give me a couple of couple months. Listen, get you a Whole Foods and a Starbucks. It's over. Triple the value. Over. This is Trader Joe's coming close. Oh, okay. Listen, they're coming. Come on now. Get you a little. Get you a little. Uh, what's that little cycling studio? Soul Cycle. No, Orange Theory. (laughs) Oh, true. You're right. Orange Theory is the new Soul Cycle. Orange Theory is the new Soul. Have you heard? They built a Walmart down the street from my house. My value of my house. Really? Listen, mm-hmm. Y'all better testify. I feel yeah. like I'm in shush. But I do agree with you because I do live far as fuck. Mm-hmm. I will say oh. you this. Every time I have a party, folks is complaining. <laughs> yes, it take me 40 cars, minutes. Yes, right. we got cars. All my friends live in D.C. If, yeah, it take me 40 hard. minutes to get there. We got there. a carpool. Right. People <laughs> carpooling. In a zip car. Right. Yeah. Oof. You know, splitting the cars of a zip car and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and I feel bad, you know. But at the end of the day, the, the crib is... You know, that's where home. are we at? That's home. That's right? what you and, and I'm be honest with you. I try to give people a couple months. Advance <laughs> notice is coming. Right? It's not a surprise. It's not. Y'all, it's far. It's not far. It's like right. 30 minutes, but it's far. It is. The thing is, right, it's not only that it's far, but it feels far. Right? Like, the way you get there and what you get there is far. Two lanes, right? Well, so, but like. You said sacrifice, though, yes. That you had Oh, no right. The, sac- the sacrifice is, you know, I, I wanted I wanted to be able to, to go out on my deck and, and look into the forest, look into oh. trees, and, and just relax. You know, it's something about just being able to be away, close enough to the city where you could kind of smell it. <laughs> but. But far enough that you know at the end of the day, ain't nobody breaking into your mm-hmm, crib mm-hmm. to get something that you bought, right? Mm, so <laughs> that, that your trash people came. So silly. And I probably wouldn't have done it. Let me say this real quick. I probably would not have bought a house that far out without a man. I was going to say same. Really? I was going to say same. Oh my God, I just realized that. Yeah, because you're not going to be in the house all out by yourself yep. all the time. Yep. But knowing that you have your partner there with you, y'all got your dogs. Yes. You have your family unit there. Look at that. You don't feel like I need to be really? rushing to the city every other day yep. to go out with people. You don't have that yep. need to want to be. So when you have that family I unit, like this. it makes it easier. Yeah. I think it definitely makes it way easier. Mm-hmm. So being that I'm single, y'all, check out my Instagram at Recipes if you're interested. <laughs> um, yeah, I am single. And I am young. I value being close to the city. So I think the important thing is 
making financial decisions that align with your values, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if you're somebody who, like Yas was saying, wants to be able to, you know, be with her man and be able to, to see like nature and be able to know that I have this equity. I'm not just paying a landlord this money that's going down the drain. Right. I'm not going to never see again. Mm-hmm. If you value that, then home ownership is definitely something you should look into. But at the same time, don't feel obligated to own a home if you don't think the time is right. Yes. Because I think sometimes people will mm-hmm. try to make it seem like what's best for me is best for everyone. And that is not that's, the case. No, that's not, no. that's not the case. So no. it's just about finding out what your values are and then figuring out, okay, financially, what can I do to basically support the things that I value? Yes. And stop competing with each other. There's no competition. You know what I mean? Like, that to me is crazy. Mm -hmm. It's crazy right now. Like, why everybody that come out, you know, and and I keep talking about entertainment because that's what we all know so well, right? You know, why every time somebody come out, they got to be compared to Nicki Minaj or mm-hmm. be compared to Beyonce or something like right. that or Jay-Z. No, let them let them come out and be in their own lane, their own. Right. And their lane is it's a fabulous lane. It's their own shit. Like let them let them be who they are. Be authentic in who you are. When and someone tells you <laughs> who they are, <laughs> believe them. Come on, Maya. <laughs> Come believe on, Maya. That's why, because you know, I thought I thought Oprah said it, and then when you said Maya Angelou, I'm like, yo, that is Maya Angelou. Maya. I think Oprah says everything. I think else. she might have repeated <laughs> Oprah, after Maya. Oprah just, but Oprah just be saying everything. Oh, uh, it's my spirit you know, Listen, Oprah changed my life. I really feel animal. like me and Oprah is spirit and, and, and animals because of the mm-hmm. bread. She really likes bread, and I'm telling she you. Got, and she got her. Listen, I want to. I want the Oprah model of relationships where you make more than your man. I need a statement. You make more than your man, but you say, listen, I, I can marry you if I want to. But I know. But I, I choose. No, I only choose not to. Not to. Okay. Oprah uh-huh. probably got hoes, honestly. You know what? I know. Well, you know, actually, they've been together for how long? 10 years? Are they living no, together? No, they've been together for 30 years. years. Yes. Do they live together, though? Because technically. I don't think they do. Because <gasps> I think that they did it would make me consider common law. Exactly. Oprah's smart. Oprah's smart. Yeah. I want to be like okay. Oprah. Okay. I agree. Mm-hmm. Oprah is a bitch. I don't think they live she together. She has her own little house, and I think you Major. know Stephanie could hold up, hold up. her I compound. Am, I, <laughs> <laughs> I think Stephanie could visit. You know, that was <laughs> my hours between five and six. He might not even have a key, and if he don't got a key, Oprah is goals for real because yes, that is, she stuff. got that man trained. Really, fool. y'all are so yeah. She got Oprah's that man trained. Now, okay. I will say, I want kids unlike Oprah. I, I do want some kids because. If I'm gonna be a billionaire, you know, I'm not trying to leave it to like some random charity in, in like or your Uganda. Dogs. I wanna be. I able think she to got she got like adopted kids. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She got like adopted kids. I I, I saw her on um some some me. show with right. um, um Michael B. Jordan, Michael B. Bay, mm-hmm. and. And she was talking. She she asked one of the um, audience members to stand up. She said it was her daughter. Oh, now I don't know if it's legal or something. I know she's a stepdaughter. Uh, or not a stepdaughter. Excuse me. But Stedman has married. a daughter. Stedman has a daughter. Yeah. I don't know. This girl don't look nothing like Stedman because Stedman like light skin, right? He like, like he light bright, damn near white. He she is. looked like she went to like a country and picked this girl yeah. out. Maybe one of the girls in that school that she like a Madonna. Yeah. That school. Like that. Built. Like a like a. Oh, oh, oh maybe she called all the kids her daughters. Well, listen. Okay. If you are hiding for more daughters <laughs> just also slide in my DMs okay? yeah. again Reese Peace on Instagram R-I-S-E-E-P-E-A-C-E 
S S E P E A C E. Oprah, come on. My DMs are open to you. I will be the best daughter that you ever had. Oh, ever. Listen. Ever, ever, ever. Listen, all I, all I need to be is like the POTUS, right? Mm, Give me a meal. I flip it. Shoot. We can work it out. I spin it. Listen, <laughs> I'm so mad at you. Oprah Jr., I'll change my name. Right? Just realize Winfrey. Sharice Winfrey. Listen. I'll change my wig. Hollywood Productions. I like Ashley Winfrey. Hey. That's cute. That's actually real nice. See, look. I kind of like that. Suggest that to Oprah. Mm-hmm. Slide in her DMs. I'll have to do it right now. Who we talking to? Oprah, you just let me know. Mm-hmm. You can slide in her DMs. You got three daughters over here, Oprah. You got three. We are right. We are right. We from over here. From America. And we all from the hood. We're all type. I know person. the hood. Shout outs to the country ghetto. Hey. <laughs> Shout out to the city ghetto. <laughs> hey. 